Chelsea, how's it going? I'm good, Juliana. How are you? Great. You know, we just started classes today, a little late in the quarter, but Mm -hmm. that's just how things roll sometimes. So this episode is the first in our series, A New Start. We're talking about why college, why you should go to college. Chelsea, why should you go to college? Well, honestly, there's so many reasons why you should go to college, as there are reasons why someone would either not want to go to college or they just feel like college is not their calling. So today in this episode, we hope to go over a couple of things that kind of cover each subject of why we go to college or why people go to college, why people decide not to go to college or why people feel more drawn to the workforce rather than pursuing a higher education. Yeah. And We're going to be using the words college and university interchangeably within the podcast. Kind of think they're pretty much the same Mm -hmm. thing. And everything we Mm -hmm. talk about, most things, come from different sources that we found and researched, um, our team, Mm -hmm. and especially me and Chelsea this episode. And they'll be in the description. There'll be a link in the description because we believe that showing our sources promotes our credibility and encourages our listeners to research as well. You guys. So you can find that in the description of every podcast, I mean, of every podcast episode that we'll be coming out with, because we really believe in that. And you can take a look at, don't trust us, don't just trust us, like, trust what we are researching. And yeah, period. Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) So let's get started. We're going to kind of take this podcast into (laughs) two parts. With a slight intermission in the middle. The first part, we're going to get into why college in the United States, because we're based in the United States. Um, If you Uh didn't take a listen to our first, our episode zero, where we introduce ourselves, all of us are based in the U.S. And so this is our primary, um, we're referencing, that's our, that's where Mm -hmm. we get it. Our primary location. The United States. Um. So yeah, so in the U.S., it's seen as a natural next step of your life, and we kind of want to tell you why. Um, And in part two, we're going to get into, but what if you don't want to go to college, and you don't have to? Uh So we kind of want to see, are there other options to college? And there are. Uh Spoiler alert, there are other options to college. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't have to do that as well. So let's get started. Okay, so let's just start with part one. Why is college seen as the next natural step in your life, Chelsea? So basically, um, what I've seen and what I feel like a lot of students have experienced is like throughout our K through 12 education, we were kind of told the idea that the next step in our life has to be not entirely, but has to be going to college, you know, investing a lot of time and effort through our K through 12 education so we can get to a good institution and then Once we go to a good school, we're able to get great jobs and financially, like, like sustain ourselves for the rest of our lives. Of course, it's not that pretty cut picture, but um, that's kind of like, that's one of the reasons why it's kind of known to go to college. Like, it's just been kind of broadcasted to us our whole lives. So a lot of people, even though they feel like it's something that they need to do, they might necessarily not want to, but they just feed into the culture here in the United States so that you won't feel like 
left out or you won't feel like you're doing something wrong with your life, especially since I feel like we do base a lot of our like worth on our productivity, which is entirely not relevant. We're not just capitalist products. Oops, that was a little bit of my bias, but we don't just (laughs) we're not alive just to, you know, be like feed into capitalism we're so much better than just our grades our jobs you know Mm -hmm. but that's a whole other story so a lot of people like I said they're kind of told that once you go to college you can for example be more civically engaged in your communities have a higher paying job and also experience a a greater job security which we'll go into um in a couple of seconds Um, But basically, those are a lot of reasons that we're told throughout our lives to go to college. And they're not entirely bad all the time, and they're not entirely lying to you. Um, It kind of just depends on your own life and your own kind of, like, experiences. But, yeah, that's kind of, like, the first reason we believe that, you know, like, uh, people feel that college is a natural step in one's life. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's actually a really toxic idea, like you said, because college in the U.S. costs a lot of money, whether it's public school mm-hmm. or private schools. It's actually a big uh, idea and a really big, like, step in your life. And you ha- it's, it's mm-hmm. a big decision. Let's go with that. Exactly. It's a really big decision because it can put you back thousands of dollars or put your parents back thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. And so you really got to take time and evaluate if that's what you want to do. You, you shouldn't just go to just like have fun and party or you, sh- you shouldn't just go because mm-hmm. you feel obligated to go. You should go because you really want exactly. to and you really want to enhance your life in certain ways if you believe college will do that for you. Exactly. So we kind of just talked about the known reasons why you should go to college. So let's talk about the benefits of a degree. So if you can get a college degree, how can it help you? So it can help you in different ways in income differences, expanding your career options, especially to those that do require degrees that we said earlier, a doctor, etc., And you can even broaden your interests and horizons. Like, um, say you're a biology major and you go to college and you're like, I'm going to be a bio major. I'm just going to be bio. But then you're forced to take a psychology class or a philosophy class and you find out you really like it. So you want to minor in philosophy. And that's just how you figure out things that you really like. And I personally love that part of college because I went in with a sociology major and I was like I'm gonna be a social major I'm gonna learn about people I'm gonna learn about how people interact Mm -hmm. with each other and then I had to take a global studies class or international studies in different schools and I was like wow this is what I love I want to learn about how people in the world interact with each other not just people like Mm -hmm. in certain societies and so I added my sociology as my double mate I mean global studies as my second major so I'm a double major and then I took a psychology class down the road and I was able to add an applied psychology minor so it's not really psychology yeah but it's more in like an applied setting and like a counselor setting type psychology field I love all three things that I'm doing so but I would have never known unless I took taking classes outside of your major. And so that's why that's uh-huh. what GEs are for, general education classes are for. And also to get credits, but for you to step out of your comfort zone and exactly. find out other things that you like. 
So I love that that was a big part. That's a big part of big benefit of going to college. Mm-hmm. And so- Ooh, I love that, Julie. Thank you so much. I'm really happy with, I'm on the fourth year, so I'm kind of reflecting on my time so far. And even though we're in the time of COVID and things are mm-hmm. rapidly changing, which I'm sure they're changing for you out there, listeners, but um, I think that I'm very excited about where my life is going and where it, it's been so far. So. Yeah! So I think it was a great I think it was a great choice for me as well. But don't, exactly. We're, we're, but don't we're, we're <laughs> don't take our <laughs> words for it. You have to make your own decisions out there, people. Exactly. And we're just trying to help you because we believe in education and we believe in educating you and helping you through the different decisions. Yep. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Basically, take our things with a great like take our advice with a grain of salt. Don't necessarily apply it to every aspect because like we've mentioned earlier like not everything is like picture perfect for every single person we try Mm -hmm. to appeal to people to like different lived experiences so yeah just kind of we're here to help you guys but don't entirely take what we say literal (laughs) yeah you have to at some point go out and live your own life and just we just want to help you be as informed as possible to make your own decisions exactly we All love right, our tangents. We love our tangents. <laughs> okay, so the other benefits of getting degrees is there's a possible income difference when you get a job. So do you want to talk about that, Chelsea? Yeah, basically, um, what I believe is I feel a lot of people are stigmatized when they believe when they say they want to go to college to earn more money because there's literally nothing wrong with that because that is one of the like benefits from getting an education. Um, be either a community college or a trade school or a four-year institution, et cetera, et cetera, anything that provides like a higher degree, like mentioned. Um, there are a lot of benefits with that come with your degree. So for example, um, job security is a big one. So one way to explain this is basically the higher you like the higher your degree is from either high school diploma, some college, associates all the way up until doctorates your uh, your unemployment rate like go like pivots down a lot so basically that means that you're more insured to have a job and less likely to fall under unemployment so basically what happens at if you don't even have your high school diploma let's say you have a 5.4 unemployment rate which means that you have a 5.4 percent chance of becoming unemployed However, if you get a doctorate's degree, it, it like jumps all the way down to 1.1%. And so as you can see, that's a huge difference in securing whether uh, securing a job and ensuring that you don't fall under unemployment because there's no job openings or so on and so forth. So that's a big reason why a lot of people tend to obtain a higher education. Um, and also, like I said, a, the salary does increase as you increase your um, education. Um, and so, like I said earlier, there's no shame in wanting to get an education for money. Personally, I know that was a big driving force for me, being that my growing my circumstances growing up were like having a lot of scarcity with our money. So I think that's something that should be talked about. If you want to get that bread, that's fine. That is okay. 
Yeah, definitely. We also want to destigmatize talking about money on this podcast mm-hmm. because a lot of us don't really know how to manage our money or how to even take out a credit card. I know I researched a bunch on my own how to even apply for a credit card. And then what if I got denied and then going down that route? So we just want to talk about being smart with your money and just destigmatizing the whole how much do you get paid just talking about that Mm because i'll freely tell people i pay i get i have a minimum wage part-time job Mm -hmm. like i'm doing it so i can pay for the my pay for my tuition Mm -hmm. and we just want to have others talk about it too because i know with our parents it's kind of like hush hush thing don't Mm -hmm. talk about money where you get it from but now we just kind of just want to leave it all out there because we're all under in the u.s we're all under this capitalistic system mm-hmm. and we have to manage it yep exactly <laughs> yeah so basically we went over a couple of things as to why people decide to go to college get a higher education such as you know like income differences really make can make a really big difference for people expanding your career options being able to Find careers that you might have never even known existed before you went to college. So uh, beyond the doctor, lawyer that we're all kind of sold throughout our whole lives, like you can be like an archaeologist or you can be a marine biologist. And even you can even go to school to be like a political figure. Like, obviously, it takes a couple years. But, you know, like it's a lot of things that you don't you aren't really told until you go to college. So that's another thing that. We discussed being able to broaden your horizons academically, like Julie mentioned her experience, being able to discover like a lot of different things that she would have never known had she not taken those classes. Um, So there's a lot of reasons to go to college. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you pick one or all to go. It's all basically up to you and whatever decision you make, as long as you're happy at the end of the day and that you're not doing anything to please others because this like we've mentioned is a very expensive decision to make and although like you feel you might feel like it's something worth doing if you're not if your heart's not entirely in it it's better to you know start finding what you feel like is best for you and that's those are a couple options that we're going to discuss in the next part yeah and we just want to close it out by saying you have to make the decision for you because it's your life And we just want to stress that because you're the one who's living it. So now we're going to take a little breather from that first part. And we kind of want to start a new intermission type thing in the Uh middle of our podcast to give you guys a little bit of a breather from what we just talked about and Uh we're calling this it would be a shame if you knew so in this first episode it would be a shame if you knew you didn't need a degree to start a business Uh so if you're a little entrepreneur out there you don't need a degree to start selling goods and services And I think that rings true for most of all, like today. I don't know if you're Mm -hmm. like into fashion. There's a lot of people on Depop selling, not sponsored, Um, (laughs) but I mean, they could. Um, There's a lot of people out on like Depop and Etsy selling their cute little earrings or their stickers. Mm -hmm. And I love buying my stickers. And all you need is to simply just go out and have the willpower to sell things. So... We just want to let you guys know that there's all these other options out there. And that was our little tip for today. Exactly. Thank you, Julie, for that. I think a lot of people kind of forget that there are some 
you know, positions in the workforce that don't really, like, although they're kind of sold off that you must necessarily go to college, there are, like, you kind of can learn these things, not on your own, but, you know, through your own experiences, through, like, YouTube, through seminars, internships, all that sort of stuff, without necessarily having to pay thousands of dollars towards getting that same, you know, like, information through a professor or through a class. Yeah, and you're kind of hinting at what we're going to talk about in the second part. So let's get to this part two. All right. So recently there have been discussions on whether or not a college degree is worth it anymore or if it's even necessary. So we're going to be giving you the alternatives to a traditional four-year college path. What we hear often is, is it better to go to college for years, spend hundreds of thousands and get a degree that doesn't even guarantee you anything, mm-hmm. um, especially in these COVID pandemic days? Uh-huh. A lot of my friends graduated in this pandemic and they're kind of struggling a little bit. So we're, yeah. we're here to see, like, was it even worth it? So... Um, if you want to avoid the debt, or if you're not even just interested in attending a four-year institution, we want to tell you that there are other options to it. And Mm -hmm. the first option we're going to talk about are trade schools, trade or vocational schools. So it's a more affordable alternative to a traditional college. It's still learning in a certain capacity. And these Mm -hmm. programs are often two years or less and leave students ready for trade jobs with appropriate skills so they teach courses for like electricians or um, welders or nursing and also um, mechanics. And I actually, my sister attended a vocational school and because mm-hmm. she was more into the hands-on learning for nursing mm-hmm. and she liked the visual approach. And it is often cheaper for yeah. you to attend a vocational school. So especially if you're like, I want to be a nurse, but I don't want to go to university. There are schools Mm -hmm. like that that do cost a good bit of coin. But if you're into the more hands-on approach, because if you want to do that, then it might be the right route for you. Yeah. So basically another reason why people also might not want to go to school after high school can be, you know, through the military. Um, The military, the Air Force, Marines, Navy, Coast Guards, all that good stuff. So basically, um, that's kind of where straight out of high school, as you, as, uh, as soon as you turn 18, um, you join this force to protect the United States. And so basically, um, that's kind of an option being that it provides a lot of pros and cons. There's a lot of pros and cons basically to any job or any decision that you make in life. So for example, with the military, a big pro is the income. You know, it's not obviously top of the notch income compared to if you were to get like multiple degrees, you know, but basically like compared to not even going to school or having some school, it is a different income. And that can be a big turn on for some people, you know, like, um, especially if you don't feel inclined to go to college. With all those positives of going into the Air Force, Army, Marines, there's kind of some cons as well. Uh We kind of want to talk about how they can be a bit predatory towards minorities. Uh In people of color, we think this is very important to highlight. Uh And 
because especially with the ROTC, how it's so enticing, how they can pay for your college. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is serve like a few years and you want that. But it can be very dangerous. You're Mm -hmm. you're risking your life if you go overseas. Exactly. And um, it was in a census in 2010, more than 70 percent of the junior reserve programs in high schools are located in majority black and Latino zip codes. And so they're kind of preying on the low income students, Mm -hmm. on the minorities who may not see they have other choices. So, yeah, we just want everyone to be careful when they think about joining the ROTC or the military, Mm -hmm. et cetera, because they can be quite predatory and you're dealing with your life. You know, Mm -hmm. you may think you may be signing your life away, as Mm -hmm. one might say. Exactly. Uh, and we just want you to be informed and we, we're not biased. We think any person you make your decision for yourself mm-hmm. and we just want to put all of that out there. Exactly. We just want to make sure that, you know, there's always pros and cons to every decision that you make in life. Like regardless how perfect it may seem or how negative it may seem, there's always going to be the positive to look at and there's always going to be the negative to look at. So Just like Julie said, we're trying to be as unbiased as possible. We just want to make sure you guys know. So basically, another another path that people may take instead of going to get a higher education at a four-year institution can be going to a community college. Um, And one thing that you, you can actually get a degree at a community college without having to transfer out, and that's known as the associate's degree. An associate's degree you can earn in around two years, um, Sometimes it even takes a couple months to a year. It really depends what you're trying to do. Um, But that is kind of like the degree that follows after a high school degree. So basically, if you want to get into the logistics of it, you graduate and you obtain your high school diploma. And the next degree that you can obtain for higher education is that of your associates. And so that basically just requires you to stay at your community college for however long the program is. You don't have to worry about transferring out. You don't have to worry about, you know, like finding ways to pay for your college if you end up transferring, being that the costs do for not vastly, but greatly. And so Mm -hmm. that can be like a big reason why you can, you know, like still get an education without having to sacrifice other aspects of your life. And you may be thinking like, so if I just get an associate's, why do I have to get a bachelor or vice versa? Mm -hmm. And so uh, some jobs do only require associate's degrees and of course they take bachelor's but like the lowest you can have is an associate's degree so Mm -hmm. if you don't kind of want to go to school for four years you can just go to a community college for two years and still be eligible for that job you would like and you can also transfer from your community college to a Mm four-year a lot of four years have transfer programs and it's a lot more economical route Mm -hmm. for some people because they do decide to take their general education classes at community colleges mm-hmm. and don't necessarily get their associates, but they do get enough credits to therefore transfer to a bigger four-year and exactly. just focus on their major classes at the four-year. And you can save a good amount of money that way as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to jump off to the last option that we feel people take um, instead of going to a four-year, which honestly, in my opinion, I feel like it's very, very stigmatized, um, especially, you know, like in our time and era. um, And that is of taking a gap year. And so what a gap year is basically, um, once you graduate high school, you decide to take a whole year off 
before actually deciding to do something. Or sometimes a lot of higher educations allow you to defer, which means you withhold your applic- your acceptance for a year. You enter the school, like you enter um, as a student the following year. So that allows you a year to do what you have to do. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's very, very stigmatized, especially because now that I've kind of grown into my own groove and everything, growing into my adulthood, like I've realized that a gap year is something that is very, very intriguing for me once I graduate, you know, college. I mean, sorry, once I graduate from getting my bachelor's degree, especially since I want to be a college counselor, I have to go get my master's. Um, But I feel like I definitely want to take a year off, but I would never have had, I was going to say, I would never have had the balls. Sorry. (laughs) You can say it. I would, I fuck it, I'm going to say it. I would never have had, (laughs) you know, the balls to actually do it, being that I felt like it was such a wrong thing to do, especially going into my first year already. So there's a lot of different reasons why people take a gap year, you know, like um, a big reason can be life goes really quickly. You might not know what you want to do exactly at 17, 18 years of age. You're 18 Although, years old. Don't forget that. Exactly. You're 18 years old. You've only been exactly. on for 18 years. You're not supposed to know exactly what you want to do. If you do, good for you. I wish mm-hmm. that was that. And I think we've reached our last point, which is just don't go to college. And what are the mm-hmm. repercussions if you just don't go to college? Exactly. So it's becoming more popular and people have realized that they just don't want to go. So they don't go. And mm-hmm. the pandemic has added a lot to this reasoning, especially mm-hmm. because a lot of us are getting or paying the four year institution, public and private institution rate of uh, college rate. And we're sitting in our houses online and we're not getting we're not being able to talk to professors in mm-hmm. real life and talk to them and talk to our peers as much and we're just seeing as a waste of money I know I've really been annoyed with online learning of it because I am paying so much money just to talk Mm -hmm. to someone over zoom and I have no qualms with zoom zoom is cool it's just like I'd rather be in my beautiful on my beautiful campus that I pay so much to be Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I want to be there and I want to be by the ocean and everything and oh, I, the ocean. I know. I know. I miss it. Um, and, yeah. So other general benefits for not going is that you don't get any debt. You can mm-hmm. take time to have real-life experience. So that could be in any type of job. You learn more practical skills and money consciousness. You're generally more able to be more proactive in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you can even have networks and connections to know people and you can meet all sorts of people and therefore kickstarting whatever career you're going to be in and mm-hmm. a lot of people are scared of the word networking but I'm a little scared of it myself and we're going to have a whole <laughs> episode on that I believe but um it's actually how you get places in life just knowing other mm-hmm. people knowing who's who I shuddered shudder at the thought of talking to others <laughs> having to socialize and be oh. just kidding people please network with me <laughs> um yeah you can even just go on the internet there's youtube lectures and you can learn that way if you still want to learn things but don't want to pay for it i know there's a lot of like harvard mm-hmm. and yale lectures just 
on the internet mm-hmm. for you to float around. A lot of it is proprietary information, and a lot of the courses aren't really obviously out there because people pay for them. But there are certain mm-hmm. lectures from certain guest speakers, and they're really insightful. So if we haven't rambled enough, I think we've reached <laughs> the end of episode one. Yay! Already? I could go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah, we're trying to present this information in a personable way that would want you to li- that you would want to listen to. I hope our mm-hmm. voices aren't too annoying to you so you can sit through this while maybe you're writing an essay or riding your bike. Mhm. By the and beach if you're like if you're like Julie, riding your little bike by the beach and just listening to our voices and just soaking just up vibe. all the information. Bye. Yes. Bye. We want our podcast to be a vibe. Well, yeah, guys, just like Julie said, we reached the end. And as bummed as I am, I'll let you guys go. Before I do that, I do want to ask if you guys could take the time to go ahead and give us, you know, your feedback. We really, really kind of want to take everything that you guys say. May it be, you know, a compliment. May it be something for like constructive criticism. We want it. We really want to make sure that our podcast caters to our audience's needs and that we can, you know, use our own experiences or use our own brains to um, give you guys the information without you having to break a leg or an arm, having like searching it all up through the deep, deep web. Oh, yeah. And to finish off, we want you to follow our socials. They'll be down in the description below. You can see our sources there as well. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that we're not just talking to our moms and our mm-hmm. two friends out there. We want all of you, all of anyone who finds this podcast to be our friends. So please just give us your feedback. We'll take all of it into account because we want to grow and we want to be better. And we want to help you too. That's why we're here. Exactly. We're here because we want to help you. We're not obligated contractually mm-hmm. to be here <laughs> to make these episodes. We're all just sucked friends who knew each other and getting together Mm -hmm. and making a podcast so if you want to be a part of that we'll love to have you a part of that exactly yeah so thank you guys for listening and hopefully we'll see you in a couple episodes thank you bye bye bye